what is your first impression? I'm sure you've had a chance to review these documents. Is it what you expected or uh, something entirely different? Well, it provides more background information as to why the DOJ and the FBI, the Department of Justice and the FBI, had probable cause to believe that certain crimes uh, may have been committed, uh, which required a search of the former president's home. This document, 38 pages long, there are significant redactions contained in this document. This is just one page. One page, not one thing that's not blacked out on that one page of this search warrant affidavit. But the uh, things that are contained in this particular document that are unredacted give us a sense about the concerns that the DOJ and the FBI had regarding their investigation. Here's what we learn uh, contained in this search warrant affidavit. There were 15 boxes that were at the former president's home that were conveyed over to the National Archives at the very beginning of the year, in January. On May the 16th through May the 18th, a preliminary uh, search was done of that material, which was conveyed back to the National Archives. And here's what we learned based upon that review. 184 documents bearing classification markings were contained in 14 out of the 15 boxes. And some of these classifications, very serious. 67 documents marked confidential. 92 documents marked secret. And then you had 25 documents marked top secret. And I guess the question is, and we don't have an answer to this, by the way, why did the former president have this material in his possession? Why did he have it, uh, even though he was no longer president? present? And what did he intend, if anything, to do with this information? And why did it take so long for this information this uh, that was in the president's possession to be conveyed back to the National Archives. This all takes care of what led up to the search of Mar-a-Lago, the president's Florida home, just two weeks ago. All right, and we know that uh, some of Trump's uh, response to the initial search is he had said that uh, you know, the documents he had had been declassified. Now that we have this new information and, and you ran through some of what is listed in the affidavit, you had said 25 documents marked as top secret, 184 documents uh, bearing classification markings. Uh, did the affidavit reveal why this is a problem? And for, for the average viewer out there that may not understand the nuances of the different classifications, can you kind of tell me if the affidavit revealed any reason why this would be a problem? Well, it's a problem because this type of information typically is uh, located in very secure locations, not in the basement of a former president's home, which is where it was located. And the reason for the probable cause, the DOJ and the FBI had reason to believe that there was additional information, additional documents that were in the former president's possession that required them to uh, do this search of the former president's residence. Uh, we don't know how they got that information. Again, much of this is blacked out, but this is serious. It could involve information of the highest classification, top secret, including uh, names uh, and information on human resources, spies essentially, that the U.S. has in various places around the world. That is very serious information that uh, typically is located in a secure facility 
and it's often eyes only. Uh, you don't uh, keep this information in a document, and you don't certainly keep it uh, in your basement uh, if you're the former president. So that's problematic for them. They had a problem uh, based upon the search warrant affidavit with the fact that this was not a secure facility. It had not been a secure facility since the former president left office. When he was president, he could go down to Mar-a-Lago. He could view this type of information with these classifications in a secure facility that was set up at Mar-a-Lago. When he no longer was president, however, that secure facility at Mar-a-Lago uh, was essentially decommissioned. And uh, there was no longer a, a place in which the former president could look at documents uh, that would be marked with these classifications. And you have to wonder, why would a former president even have this kind of information at his disposal in the first place? A lot about this case is incredibly unprecedented. Um, can you kind of talk to me based on your experience? You know, it is kind of rare for an affidavit to be, at least parts of it, unsealed in the middle of an investigation. Have you seen this happen before, or would you consider this uh, striking or unusual for a judge to rule the way he did? Well, everything about this is unprecedented. The search of uh, a former president's home by more than two dozen FBI agents, uh, that's unprecedented. And then, as you point out, the unsealing of an affidavit, uh, which gives that narrative of why the DOJ and the FBI believe there was probable cause for a search, unsealing that uh, by a federal judge, also unheard of while there is an ongoing investigation. So no, I have not seen this uh, uh, before, uh, but again, this is a very unique situation that we, uh, me, a, a lawyer, a person who covers the White House and has covered the White House going all the way back to Bill Clinton's first term, I've never seen anything like this before. And what do you think the main takeaway is from this affidavit? Well, I think what the main takeaway for me is this is a very serious criminal matter. Uh, we don't know based upon what is contained here in the search warrant uh, affidavit that has been heavily redacted, who the focus of the investigation is, who the target of the investigation is. Uh, if you are a target, you are so notified by the Department of Justice and the former president has not been notified that he is a target of any particular investigation. We also don't know at this point uh, what specifically the DOJ and the FBI uncovered during the search at Mar-a-Lago, which took place a little over two and a half weeks ago. It will take some time to go through that information. We do know that 11 sets of classified information was indeed recovered during that search that took place at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, but we don't know specifically what those documents were. So uh, this investigation is continuing. It will continue. Uh, because it's an ongoing investigation, we will not get updates, uh, you know, like on a weekly or a biweekly basis. This investigation continues behind closed doors. And what the DOJ indicated because of these redactions, they have many individuals, clearly, based upon the, the document that was released today, who have been cooperating with the FBI, uh, who have been talking to a grand jury uh, that provided them enough information to uh, the, the DOJ and the FBI for them to seek out a search warrant based upon the probable cause that they recover, uncovered. Certainly a lot of questions that remain unanswered. 
What do you think is next uh, for this investigation? You had mentioned this is not something we're going to be getting daily or weekly updates on, but what's next in the legal process? Yeah, this is the frustrating part uh, because you, I, the public, very impatient. We want, uh, you know, everything to uh, be resolved right away. You know, we want uh, everything to be dropped right away like it's a Netflix program. It doesn't work that way. It takes time to go through that material that was recovered at Mar-a-Lago a little, little over two and a half weeks ago. Uh, and the DOJ, if they are pursuing a criminal case against any individual, it takes time to put that information together. So uh, the next time that we will likely hear uh, from the DOJ is when they have perhaps charges to announce against any individual. That could take some time. It could take months uh, before that uh, effort uh, is, is known to the public. Uh, until then, uh, we just have to remain patient, which is so difficult because what happens is uh, you have lawmakers here in Washington who like to speculate, who like to fill in the blanks, fill in the holes, uh, and they can certainly do so, but they're not basing that off of any particular facts beyond the facts that we have right here in this redacted search warrant affidavit. And speaking uh, to that point, I know this affidavit drop is still fairly fresh. Have you heard any responses from lawmakers in D.C. or from pres former President Trump himself about what the affidavit revealed? Well, we haven't heard from the former president himself since this redacted affidavit was released. We heard about, uh, we heard from him prior to its release. Uh, he criticized the individuals who were conducting this investigation, referred to them as thugs. Uh, we have also heard since this redacted uh, information was released from the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Uh, that is Mark Warner. He's a Democrat from Virginia. Uh, he now believes that the investigation uh, should continue uh, by the Department of Justice unimpeded, uh, which means to me, I think he understands how serious this investigation is. And although uh, both the chair and the ranking member of the Senate Intelligence Committee wanted to get a clear indication about what type of information was uncovered by the FBI and the Department of Justice, I think that he's backing off of that based upon the statement that he put out today. I think that he understands the seriousness of this investigation and how much of this needs to be carried out behind closed doors. So that is a very important statement issued by a very significant lawmaker here in Washington, the chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee. All right, and if you are just now joining us, we are speaking with John Decker. He's uh, the great television White House correspondent and senior national editor. Is there anything else you'd like to add about this topic that maybe I haven't asked you yet? Well, you know what, Victoria, there is. Uh, you know, there, there seems to be this narrative that's put out by the former president and the people that speak on his behalf uh, that this uh, search of the former president's home uh, happened just out of the blue. And, and that's not the case. Uh, what it makes clear here in this search warrant affidavit is that there were ongoing negotiations that were taking place for quite some time this year trying uh, to obtain this classified information that was in the possession of the former president. Uh, and uh, obviously what was pretty clear is that the DOJ and the FBI were not getting a clear readout from the former president's team uh, in terms of how much classified information still remained 
at Mar-a-Lago. And that was the reason why the DOJ and the FBI sought this search warrant, which was approved by, by a federal magistrate. That federal magistrate determined there was probable cause. And we've already learned in terms of what has been uncovered in this most recent search uh, conducted at the former president's home just two and a half weeks ago, there was indeed classified information that was uh, in the possession of the former president. So I think it's important to understand this did not happen out of the blue. Uh, this was an ongoing back and forth between the DOJ, uh, the National Archives, and the former president. And ultimately, they felt that the classified information, which uh, was in the possession of the former president, was such that it was not properly secured. And they needed to go in and secure this very sensitive information. It had NDI, National Defense uh, Information. That's the most serious information the top-level classification you can have as it relates to government documents. All right, John Decker joining us here on Local News Live. Thank you so much for taking time out of, I'm sure, this will be a very busy day for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to analyze this affidavit and share some insight. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you.